Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Fightful Overbooks, coexisting with Rob and Maggie. It is Friday, July 7th. We are happy you are here, and we are ready to talk some wrestling. Maggie, are you ready to talk some wrestling, and how are you? I'm doing great. It's I'm tired. I want to go to bed. <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about, you know, the amazing wrestling that we had this past week, because it was really good. We had... Yeah. Yeah, we got some news, we got some awesome matches, we have developed storylines, go figure in WWE. Oh. <laughs> they did it. They, so, they, yeah, they, they did it. Like whether they meant to or not, they actually did yeah. it. So uh it's really exciting. Well, how about how about like you know, I like to go outside of the script every sure. once in a while. So let's just get this out of the way. How about that London crowd? Okay. Uh, how do, how does that go? Shoes off if you're a Roman. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I I don't have shoes on, so. But. Yeah. Uh. So naturally, you hate Roman. Uh. Oh my God. You have no idea how much I cannot wait to be a part of that crowd. You have no idea. I really want to be in that crowd, mostly. Like, this is something that we discussed with Mark Resenjibis on After Dark. Yeah. We'll talk about this later. Uh, I want to be a part of that crowd mostly because I will actually hear what they're saying. Because I had no idea. Most of the time, I had no idea what they were chanting. So after that, when I went on Twitter, I saw, you know, videos of people, you know, uploading videos of, you know, the crowd chants. And they said what they were chanting and i'm like uh like for instance shoes off if you hate roman was something that i did not pick up on and also uh everyone stand up if you hate roman and i was wondering why roman reigns sat on the apron (laughs) i had no idea what that happened i'm like why is he just sitting there (laughs) it was good i i like that that was probably one of my favorite like bits that i that I, I, th- I thought that was really well played by him, too. I loved how he just, he's like, fine, hell with you guys. Uh, I'm going to just sit yeah, here. Yeah, and... just screw you guys. I'm going home. Like, yeah. it's... <laughs> well, so uh, yeah. before we go, uh, we get into the show, guys, hi. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of, uh, you know, of our show experience. Please send us a super chat, a humper chat. If you, if you, uh, you know, can't, the thing you can do, 
for free is leave a like on the video, uh, share the video on social media. Uh, after the video, like after the show is done, you can leave a comment uh, down below. It helps us a lot. Also, I would like to start the show by giving a huge thank you to our friend Supi, Mark, for the absolutely amazing intro that he did. I, damn it, I wish so hard that that music wasn't copyrighted. That was so great. I love this so much. Supi, you have no idea how much we love you for that. Yeah. So, uh, yes, huge, huge hugs and love to Supi, like, You have no, like, this means more to us than we could ever tell you. So, uh, yeah, send us uh, your super chats because, God damn it, am I, uh, am I poor? <laughs> like, I went, to, I went to count the money that I was going to put into my bank account so I can have money in London. I cried a bit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So please, you know, uh, support us. Uh, help! It helps us a lot. So thank you. Let's get into it. All right. We we got a super chat from our friend Ryan Sullivan. That says Captain Ryan reporting for duty. That was so great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That, I lo I don't know why aren't you always wearing the hat on the pre-shows, Ryan? Like that's the, 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 there's gotta be a reason for that. <laughs> We'll have to find out. We'll have to see if he answers us. But yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and move on here. So, Money in the Bank. We talked about the crowd, how great it was. But let's talk about some of the matches. Uh, the men's Money in the Bank match, ladder, the ladder match: Ricochet, Santos Escobar, Shinsuke, Butch, La Knight, Damian Priest, and Logan Paul. Really good match. Uh, fantastic match. Crowd. They went with the right match to start off. Of course, I think you get that crowd just pumped, ready to go. The scary moment for me was the Ricochet Logan Paul spot. I I squealed a bit. Uh, I I like the fact that it was so early in the show, so I didn't wake up my annoying neighbor that his is is right here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did uh did the right guy win? Um, I didn't think so at the time. Uh, I I remember messaging you and I said they did Damien Priest no favors here because that crowd booed the crap out of him after he won that because it this was a, a UK crowd they were booing Pete Dunne <laughs> okay because as he was reaching for okay no they were not booing but they were booing him the least that's how i'm gonna say it because they were so so ridiculously behind la Knight. this is so great because i feel like la Knight deserves it i know that there are a lot of naysayers out there who have no idea why la Knight is as over as he is including big names you know like kevin nash <laughs> um so I understand that, uh, but you cannot go wrong with, I mean, during the pandemic, during the first Money in the Bank in the pandemic, they give the briefcase to Otis. I I really didn't like the fact that they gave it to Otis because I was so pissed that AJ Styles didn't win. Um, but after, they, they wanted to give us the... Uh, 
the happy feel go home start mm-hmm. thing yeah because everyone that was at home everyone was depressed it was the pandemic no one was going out it was I was having the time of my life but like that's a different thing <laughs> uh so they they wanted to make people happy so that everyone wanted Otis to win I didn't I didn't care for it as much as everyone else did but the thing is that it nothing happened after that like Miz took it he cashed it in I lost my mind <laughs> uh but the important thing is that uh they're gonna develop a story around the fact that Damian Priest has that briefcase and you were um educated enough to know that this was going to happen while I was emotional and pissed off that LA and I didn't win. Like that's the thing that happened. You 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 said I think that they did the right cho- uh, they did the right thing. Um after we saw Raw and you know the match between Seth Rollins and uh and Finn Balor after that we even then we sent we saw what they were going after with that Damien Priest uh, money in the bank holder situation. And then we saw Raw, and now there, we have more explanations. So that's, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I, I, I will never stop being pissed off a bit because the, they will never pull the trigger with LA Knight ever again. So now I would like to see LA Knight dethrone Austin Theory. So that's, that's the only do here because you cannot keep LA Knight away from gold in WWE for long because you have to strike while the iron is hot right yep yeah so I I feel like because in like I will boo LA Knight if he defeats uh Gunther okay I do not want that to happen that he no he's not the one to dethrone Gunther so the other one out is Austin Theory because at this point, LA Knight will do wonders with that uh, United States Championship because I keep forgetting that that championship ever, uh, you know, even exists. And if I remember that it exists, I have no idea who that champion is. And I, uh, you know, constantly need to remind myself that it's Austin Theory. And I'm like, oh, yeah, right, that guy. Uh, uh, we all know Austin Theory is good in the ring, but like it's it's not it's not it's not happening they can either, you know, make him a part of the way again, because that I feel like that's the only time where when he was uh, important in any way. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's that's the right the only way time to say that he it. got like positive. I, I don't want to. I don't want to say over because he. I don't think he was ever over. Like he was the the, the dumb jock guy, in <laughs> yeah. that in that group. Like that's and and that was funny. But that was funny in NXT. I have no idea if, if it will work in the main roster. Uh, we have no idea if a lot of things can work uh, on the main roster. So we have no idea. They can do something different with him. But like, uh, you know, th- they constantly make the thing where the, you know, uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. It's not the, it's not the thing here because we just keep forgetting and, and, and like the, this was a person who defeated John Cena at WrestleMania. Like that's it's it's not happening. Like if John Cena couldn't give you the rub and make you relevant, 
nothing can can. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, again, LA Knight needs to to get that US championship. Yep. You need to, to to you know make me shut up when I go on my regular well, I, now I, and then. I can't say I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I just want to let you go because it's because you're making good points. Uh, the one thing I, I'd say <laughs> the the one thing I'll say is I agree with you. Uh, I don't want LA Knight to be the guy that just dethrones Gunther at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think Austin Theory's the perfect person for him to dethrone. That way you get the gold on him one way or another. You get some gold on him. He doesn't have to be involved with your main title picture. He doesn't have to hijack the shows un- unintentionally. You, you know, like he doesn't have to be the main, the main star. The other thing too is I wanted... I'm, I'm just glad Logan Paul did not win. That's the easiest way to say it for me because I had a feeling if if he did win, he was going to just, we're getting a rematch at SummerSlam with him and Seth Rollins. I just did not want that. So that's what I can say about that. Well, there there was a tiny little piece of me who oh, rooted yeah. for Logan Paul to win. And that's because, because you want to see the world burn. Yeah. N- not only that, and because of, you know, of uh, Alexis Cardoza, like our friend who promised to run naked backwards in a cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All six, five of them in, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's insane enough to make that happen. So oh, yeah. He's a Marine. I'm kind of so. pissed off. Yeah. He's a Marine. I'm, I'm kind of pissed off that that's going to happen. Oh, he'll make it some other bet soon. Yeah, I know. So let's move on to Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Gonz- uh, Gonzalez. Uh, Let me do the thing. Thank you, Shayna. Thank you, Shayna. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the crowd, Ra- Raquel Rodriguez, sorry. Uh, Raquel and Liv played this perfectly. I love the reaction that Liv had. The crowd absolutely along with me at home, just absolutely loved it because I did not see that happening yet at all. No and, one did, yeah. not even Sean. Yeah, it was good. Uh, so I was extremely happy with that. I mean, nothing really else to say about that match. They're setting this up, Ronda versus Shane at SummerSlam. So there we go. Okay, so... I I I really want to be brutally honest here. I could not be arsed to care about <laughs> about WWE Women's Tag Team Division while we're soon gonna get uh, Masha Slamovich and the Killer Kelly Tag Team over at Impact. Yeah. All the titles, okay? All the titles. Yeah. yeah. Strap strap them on uh, on these two. I don't even care. Uh, I hope that AEW makes women's tag team championship just so they can get those two. I mean, those two need to retire those champ- the knockouts tag team championships, right? It's Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich. Yeah. Tell me a better duo. I uh, dare you. Usos who? No. <laughs> uh, that that's that clip from last week's episode. Uh, Impact's usually a two-hour show. For whatever reason, for me, it was about two hours and two and a half hours. I don't know why. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, good times. Anyways, yeah, I think we're getting Rhonda and Shayna 
at SummerSlam, and I think Ronda is going to be taking a long hiatus after that. That's just my feeling. I think she's kind of done that because she's been wanting to work with Shayna. This is their way of doing that. So, I Shayna made made really good points on Raw because like Ronda was get out there and get, explain yourself, you know, like <laughs> calling like. He's pretty and Shana, like why is she what is that it's it's like Finn Balor you be eating through the straw <laughs> what is that um, so I Shana made some excellent points on Raw yeah. uh, she said you were handed everything while I you know had to bust my ass I had to build rings and everything and so on and so on and so forth yeah. She's she was right. Uh, I I'm I really want to see that match, not only because like Shayna Baszler is an amazing wrestler and Ronda Rousey can be extremely good, which she wants to be, but the fact that the two of them have been training a lot and like they're sparring partners with each other, I suspect that there's if if they have a bad match with each other, they could not possibly have a good match with anyone else. This is. Do you remember what I told you last week? Uh, the moment I thought that Shayna was done on the main roster, even before she was a part of the main roster, like they killed her. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I talked about it on last week's show. So this is, <clears throat> if this builds up Shayna, I'll be extremely happy because. I wonder if there's a way they can build her right up from the thing that they ruined. (laughs) Because she was supposed to be this amazing assassin and I'm pissed off that she isn't that. And she hasn't held a championship. I don't count the tag team championships at all. Like, Like, because, like, main roster WWE obviously doesn't count the women's NXT championship as a championship, legit. Because they don't count that in Charlotte's reigns at all. Yeah. So might as well not count at all. So I'm pissed. Because Shayna is ridiculously good. She's 40-something. And this is shocking to me. No. I feel like she's... Yeah, I feel like she's 30. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's really good. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping this goes a long ways for her. Uh, so we move on from from that match to the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther defending his title against Matt Riddle. Absolutely the guy, right guy won here. I think the main oh, thing yeah. about this is Drew McIntyre making his return. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Give me this. He wasn't a heel. I'm pissed off. He should be a heel. He- heel. I was hoping for that too, but I'll take it. Maybe, maybe after he's done with this program with uh, Gunther at at SummerSlam, maybe he can do that. I hope so, because like there's, um, there's money in a heel Drew McIntyre. There really yep. is. Oh yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying the heel Drew McIntyre that we had with Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Uh, he can be way better than that. Uh, but. A huge ovation, of course. Um, I really wanted to get that awful 
bad taste out of my mouth from that sing-along that he did at the end of Cardiff last year. Yeah, yeah, uh, a a ridiculously brilliant way to uh, get him back. Uh, That crowd lost their minds. But of course, like, it's it's, it's London. Uh, So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's wrong that I want the forbidden door to open up just for him to do that at uh, All In. At Wembley? Yeah. Yeah, please. That's wrong. Uh, I uh, I hope that goofy Drew McIntyre is a thing of the past. Because that was so not good. I hope I think he hopes that too. <laughs> so, uh, Cody Rhodes versus uh, Dominic Mysterio uh, again. <laughs> we we knew this was this was one of those things. Like, the only way I damn thought Dominic, it, damn it, <laughs> the only way I thought this was going to happen for Dominic was if Brock Lesnar got involved, and uh, he didn't. Did so. Brock Lesnar not want to go to London? I think it was one of those things where they didn't need to fly him when they could, when it's one of those things where they could just use him on Monday. Yeah, but like you can, yeah, well, they had John Cena. That's yeah, fine. So. Yeah, they had John Cena. So that's uh, like the only reason why I wanted us to talk about this was that I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit something which I rarely do. Uh, because Alex Pawlowski is right about one thing. Because he hates <laughs> Dominic Mysterio's guts. Okay, he really does. And uh, I, so did I in the beginning. But then he grew on me. I feel like it was WrestleMania with that entrance with the, with the cops. That did it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that. You just did have it. a thing for bad boys. That's what it is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. That's nothing else. Uh, so uh, it's. That was, that was... I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was the, the prison tear tattoo. Like, it, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's so stupid. I love it. Uh, wrestling is stupid. That's why we all love it. So, the thing is, um, and he gets that huge heat, right? When he starts talking on the mic and no one lets him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Alex Palowski is right about one thing. He gets heat whenever he tries to talk because people legitimately don't want to hear him talk because he sucks for them. But when he's wrestling, the crowd are dead. Yeah. Then because like that's your that's your proof that he doesn't have heat in terms of the heat that you would like him to have. Uh, And he was kind of right, and I I really hate. I really hate that because, like, I really wanted every time Dominic Mysterio was uh, beating Cody Rose people to just, you know, boo the crap out of him. And then when Cody hit him and, like, and everything, just uh, it didn't happen. Like, they were dead yeah. during this whole match. And, and like, apart when uh, Cody didn't get his pyro. Yeah. <laughs> that must have sucked for him so much. Like... Yeah, you know, so I I didn't catch that until somebody said it. Um, I, I yeah, just... like he 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 did the whoa, and then you have to get the part. No, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was uh, what was that called? Uh, the exploding barbed wire death match. Yeah, a dud. Yep. 
You know oh. who did get a magnificent return was John Cena. Yes, John Jonathan Cena returned. Celebr- Jonathan Cena. Yeah, just absolutely that crowd, and good for that crowd, man. They 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 loved it. I as we talked to uh, Wrestling Jeebus, who's going to be on our coexisting after dark show today. Uh, it was a great surprise for the whole crowd. We saw how they were singing uh, the actual lyrics to a song, which was a new one for a lot of us to see. Yeah, this was weird. So I, I then, absolutely loved it, and it was good they, to see. They shifted to John Cena's back. Yeah. John Cena's back, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, you guys. You guys are way too nice. Like, good job. Yeah, good job, guys. I, I'm so not, uh, you know, uh, used to that. Uh, so, in terms of John Cena hyping up a WrestleMania, uh, this is one of you know the many instances where I will encourage you guys to go and watch this in your boy from this past week, where Jimmy Vamp actually explains why this happened, uh, and because I have no idea how business works, how uh, money is made and everything, because I'm poor, obviously. So he actually explained the purpose behind this. Um, I have no idea how economics work. He does. So uh, kudos to the boss for, you know, educating me <laughs> mm-hmm. about those things. Uh, after you watch our show, of course, go watch Listening Boy. Uh it's uh, it's always great when you have that kind of insight. Uh, I always say that uh, I'm becoming smarter by watching the show, but I keep forgetting. <laughs> it sucks so much. And I'm like, oh yeah, like I know how this works now. Like, like now I have you know the ability to think for myself when it when this happens again. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I do. Yeah. So everything uh, when when I watched the show and I heard when, what Jimmy had to say, uh, everything in that John Cena did made absolute sense. He said that um, he hyped the crowd just so the crowd can make a fuss out of it, and then they can make it a thing because yep. you know uh, the states and or countries need to be actually paying WWE for. For, you know, for going there. So this is basically them hyping up people, having in mind that seventy-five uh, plus thousand tickets have been sold for All In at Wembley this year. Uh, so seventy-five k, Rob. Yeah, you're gonna have I fun. Will die in that arena. Oh, uh, you're gonna have you're gonna have a blast. That's what matters. Uh, UK peeps need to tell me what the mosquito situation is right now. <laughs> yeah, because like last year ar- around this time when I was attending Slipknot at my hometown, I had to bathe in uh, bug, bug repellent. I'm not even kidding. Like I could see the swarms of mosquitoes lifting people up <laughs> and traveling away in the forest. Like this sucks. So I need to know what, uh, you know, the. Yeah. The buck situation is right there. Move, yeah. move, move along. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the John Cena stuff. It was really good. Uh, and we'll go through the women's match quick, quickly uh, here to the 
Eosky won the women's Money in the Bank ladder match, defeating Becky Lynch, Zelina Vega, Bailey, Zoe Stark, and Trish Stratus. Uh, there were some rumors going around Friday that Zelina Vega might be replaced by Charlotte Flair. I am so glad WWE did, did not do that. I did not hear that. I'm yeah, so there were happy rumors, that it didn't but, happen. Uh, there were rumors, but according to... Okay. Uh, According to what we reported, it didn't sound like that was an option at all. So that was just some stuff that got out there. So that's good. I hated hearing that in the first place. So I was like, what's the point? If she, if Asuka's, if Asuka and her are wrestling the night before, all you're going to do is just make things worse for Charlotte. They could have easily had Asuka and Charlotte all money in the back. Oh, yeah. They could have. Definitely. They, yeah. They, yeah, exactly. I mean... Just so they can have another women's match, uh, like uh, exactly like uh, Scott mentioned in the chat that sadly there was only one women's match. They could easily have one. More. Like I get oh. the fact that they like a lot of women were portrayed in this match. By the way, the women's Money in the Bank ladder match made the list. Okay, it made Maggie's matches of the year list because it was so great. It was so much better than the men's. Um, I know that it was situated. Uh, around Trish, Zoe, and Becky. I know, I get it. But it was so good. Like, storylines uh, story were developed. It was good. Uh, it had less botches than it, nor- than it normally does because, like, women aren't used to this kind of match and it takes time for them to, you know, get the hang of it. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad that this... It's like women stealing the show. The only women's match on the card stealing the show. This is what I'm here for. Yeah, and uh, guys, go ahead and get your super chats or humper chats in. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, going on, yeah, that match was great. I, the right person won EO. Uh, so we're going to go from that to Finn Balor uh, challenging Seth Rollins for the WWE Heavyweight uh, Championship. I was such an amazing match. Yeah, I was. I was wondering if we would see a cash in because that was one of the things that. Uh, as stated, WWE does not like to have two people carrying that briefcase around for a period of time. By the way, is Eosky already the second longest uh, uh, Money in the Bank holder? She's already the second longest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> holy crap! I didn't think of that. Carmella is probably going to have the record because she carried her for <laughs> ever. Um, yeah, I'm convinced if. I'm convinced the way WWE was booking back then, they they remembered to that she had it, and they finally just said, "Okay, go win the thing." I really want to erase this whole money in, first money in the bank match out of my memory. Uh, it's stupid because like I forget the important stuff, and then I remember James Ellsworth winning the first ever money in the uh, bank. Yeah, I keep. <clears throat> yeah, that was not good. It was not. But yeah, this was a good match. Damian Priest, uh, Finn Balor. So, and we'll talk about Finn here in a little bit some more. Seth Rollins and Finn, Finn Balor, not Damian. Yeah, Priest. well, no, I, mean, I was talking about Damian Priest at the end. I know, yeah. I know. I, like, I get it. Uh, I was hoping that uh, it kind of threw away, you know, from because the match was so great. I, I, I feel like I forgot their first match when it was for the. Uh, Undisputed, no, universal. Oh my god, universal championship. I keep thinking of the undisputed era a lot lately, so that's why I said this. Um, 
I keep forgetting their first match when it was for the Universal Championship. Uh, I know it was good, but was this match as good as that? Because, hmm. like, I, I, I don't know if it was because I was so hyped that Finn Balor was on the main roster. And on his first night on the main roster, Finn Balor beat Roman Reigns, if you guys remember. Because yeah. he was drafted to Raw. Then he came out, and in the main event, he beat Roman Reigns. This is how much faith they had in him. In him. And like now, look. Yeah. I am pissed that I wonder what he does after that. There's still no sign of J.D. McDonough. J.D. McDonough, yeah. Yeah. Yep, so I, I'm hoping that we might find out some more here pretty soon on that. Yeah. Uh, so we go to the main event, the tag team match, the Bloodline Civil War, the Usos taking on Mr. Roman Reigns, the head of the table, the big dog of the World Wrestling Federation. Big dog! The big dog. Uh, and Solo, I'm so glad so, Michael Cole stopped saying that. I'm so oh, glad. the big dog? Yeah, just wait yeah. till Roman's a face again, then it's back. No, so. never. It's the big dog. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? I was telling somebody this not too long ago in a conversation. I go, if Roman leaves, like takes his little break that they that's been rumored for a while, and when he comes back, and if he if he's a face, like when he comes back, I think he'll be even bigger. Like I, I do, I think if he, he comes could, back as a face. Like yeah, if he makes like a return save or something, like I think he could just be. How, absolute... how do you do that? Like What's what is what does a Roman Reigns as a face look like after? the brilliance that he was as the tribal chief. How, how well, that's, that? that's the case. I don't know. I have, I have no idea what that looks like. Yeah. If, he, if he's given uh, control over his own gimmick, because clearly he can do shit on his own. Yeah. Like clearly, but like, I am so like, I I'm so pissed that they waited so long for this to happen. And he is, he's so big now. Yeah. I'm so behind the guy. I yeah. love that. Oh yeah, I, lo- I but love. But this it. match, this match, oh my god! At some like, I, 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 I told you and Mark on on After Dark when we recorded it. I need to go back and rewatch the match because it was past one a.m. for me while this was happening. So I was kind of, I wanted to go to sleep. Uh, so I need to rewatch it again. I, I was so pumped for the match, but I feel like I was drifting away at certain points. Because I was really sleepy. Um, but I tell you what. Um, I really don't want to be the, that person who says it makes sense that Cody didn't do it at WrestleMania. I really don't do not want to be this guy. But Jay Uso being the first ever to pin Roman Reigns in how many years? Uh, Four? Since- 1919 or 2019 i think yeah against yeah against uh, against baron corbin Corbin, yeah but for him to be the first one it it always had to be him we i i know that people were wondering if they would do this um because and they were right first he lost a match because John Cena had to win the match with him teaming up with Kevin Owens, right? Last yeah. year? Uh-huh. So Correct. first he lost the match. Now months and months later, he got pinned. 
And months and months later, he's going to win, lose that championship to Cody, probably. But th- they did this in a, in a uh, you know, different interval. So I kind of like that because I, I, I prayed to God after WrestleMania. I said, I hope that this makes sense in the long run. Now it kind of does. And I'm kind of ashamed to admit that. Yeah. I, I love the fact that it was Jay because it always had to be Jay. Yeah, it did. And you're right. The match was really solid. Good, good stuff. I liked the way it ended. Uh, and I love Solo Sokoa's reactions to Roman a lot in the match. Those were solid. So They and... built some storylines uh, on SmackDown before that. Because they were oh. like, we would be behind Solo Sokoa if he's the next tribal chief. And then Roman Reigns laughing his ass off. And like Solo Sokoa goes, hey, dude, bro, what? <laughs> yeah. And we'll talk more about the bloodline here in a minute when we do the SmackDown preview. But we do have another super chat here from Chris uh, Mueller. And he says, uh, I'm getting better at it. I am. I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not as slow as I used to be with it, but yeah, I still hesitate just a You're second. Getting there. I'm getting there. there. It only took me a year and a half, but we're there. Uh, do, do Molly and I get congrats on our fake wedding? Absolutely. Congratulations. Yes. Okay. No, you, you, you got a, a, a fake, uh, I don't think it you haven't had your, you don't, you haven't had your wedding yet. Yeah, well, like yeah. no, that that, yeah. that was uh, you know, uh, uh, like a thing where you propose to each other and stuff. Yeah, you, you gotta have the wedding. the wedding. I like I haven't been fake uh, uh, invited yet. Yeah, I don't know what. The... And Ryan needs what to be your best about. man too. He no, needs... he needs to be the best. No, because he's a captain, he can <laughs> actually marry them. Okay, there you go. That'd be good. He's gonna give them all the puns. It's great. Yeah, he's gonna. Ah, oh, it's gonna be so great. Oh, we, now they... it needs to happen on Fightful Select. By the way, yeah. subscribe Fightful Select to watch the wedding. There you go. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> so, does that answer your question, sweetie? We love you a lot. I hope this answers your question. So, uh, going into some news, WWE announced today Survivor Series will be taking place on November twenty fifth in Chicago, Illinois. Way to go, Tony Khan. You're sitting another event in Chicago. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so November 25th. It was the other con. <laughs> yeah, yeah. this time it's the other con. You damn cons in Chicago. Um, so yeah, WWE is going to Chicago for Survivor Series. I'm hoping it's war games. It should be war games. People love the Say war games. Say it correctly. War games. I, right? Is that what you want? I can't do it like William Regal. Nobody can do it like William Regal. You can try though. Well, I could be better, obviously. I can be better at a lot of things, but anyways. Uh moving on. This yeah, is see. way out of hand. <laughs> yeah, we, we we could do another hour of me with things I could do better at. Uh anyways. Survivor series, November twenty fifth in Chicago. The night before SmackDown will be there. Now what's interesting is I, I tweeted out earlier that AEW that's the week of Thanksgiving here in the States. Yeah. AEW has a, uh, does their Thanksgiving show in Chicago. Um, they have oh, like crap. they have done their Thanksgiving show um, every year except for I think the uh, the COVID year. So I'm in tr- I'm interested to see if they do that again this year. Which I why would they not? But my other thing um, is. Um... 
Well, the other thing that I wanted to ask or think about was AEW Collision. I would, <laughs> I would. Now, my my thing is, is there's two ways about this. It can be pre-taped. That's exactly what I was going to say. I could see yeah. Tony that weekend or that that episode be a double taping, one for Dynamite and one for Collision. That's the way I would do it. Otherwise, the way that the way society's been lately in the United States. You could actually do an event on Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, because there's people that are looking for things to do because they want to get out of the house, they want to get away from their families. Uh, on, on they do trust me, I like. I know, and I'm happy, kind of happy that this happens, uh, you know, everywhere, not only in Bulgaria, because when it's a family holiday, my bar is full of men who have left their wives and children at home because they don't want to be there. Ha ha. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, like I'm looking at it from the business perspective. I'm kind of curious to see what they would do. Cause you're going to have a lot of people in Chicago because that is, that, that's the busiest travel weekend of the year in the United States. So that's interesting. Hotels are going to be expensive already. Like there already are. So it's, it's going to be very interesting. I already told Chris that I'm staying at his house, even though I haven't told him yet. But uh, now um, he knows. It's, yeah, it's, now he knows. it's a wedding there's gift. Your, yeah, there's your wedding gift, Chris. <laughs> I am the gift. <laughs> he's like, no, I, he's like, I moved. Uh, you know, I used to enjoy Chicago crowds. I, I really did. And now they're overdoing it. And I blame AEW for that. Man, I am so so tired of chicago crowds and all, all everyone from chicago guys i love you and you, you cannot possibly say that you're not exhausted yourselves okay so that's it's really stupid for you to be in front of the same crowd so much like this is really puzzling to me because like why the hell aren't AEW traveling the west coast why is that like the Bucks are from California. Huh. Like imagine the crowd there. Like no one said they need to bring collision there because they're gonna boo the crap out of punk there. Uh but like move to a different part of the states. Like, do you remember the crowd in in uh in Seattle? That broke my heart that I wasn't there. Like Washington. Go to Washington for God's sake. You have Brian Danielson on your roster. Make him men event the show with Darby. Oh, God. Well, pretty soon you'll be wanting to hear people wrestle. What you'll want to see is Darby, or you'll want to see Nick Nick Allen. Nick Wayne versus Darby. Or Nick Wayne versus Brian Danielson. That is a dynamite main event right there. Yeah. Oh my God! Oh, Zach Saber Junior. Oh yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's AW Chicago or WWE Survivor Series Chicago. Um, there so, you yeah, go. You, you know, just yeah. It's, it's not your that's, fault. That's uh, like when you say <laughs> when everybody says New York, they're always talking about WWE. When you say Chicago, you're thinking AEW. So it's the way it is. Anyways, moving on. We go mm-hmm. to. How about this? Eddie Kingston winning the strong open weight championship in New Japan. Uh, very emotional win for him. It's something that he's wanted in his career. He wanted to be a champion in New Japan. Uh, John Moxley, uh, he had uh, like 
breaking the kayfabe here, he had a comment about this. He goes, I generally, this is exactly what he said. He goes, I generally don't pay uh, much, if any attention to what's happening on the show prior to me going out. Traditionally, he says, I catch up on the show the next day when I'm not focused on my match, but this was different. It was very evident with what was being here and competing at Karak uh, Hall um, and winning a title meant to Eddie. Just to see him here taking in this experience, it felt like you were, were watching Eddie at church. It was a deeply moving experience. I hope that comes across to the people watching. Um, and I've heard I've heard him say that before, John Moxley. Like he doesn't pay attention to uh, what's the matches before and the matches after. He's just focused on himself. That's the way John Moxley is. Nothing wrong with that. But for him to do that, that just shows how much. Eddie Kingston means to him, and that's pretty cool. The fact that he had to break kayfabe, which he rarely does, it's and by breaking kayfabe, I mean the fact that he's kind of in the middle of something with Eddie Kingston right now in AEW. Uh, He's he was always like a really uh, mellow, uh, chill person, like in interviews and everything. Um, With Ridiculously chill to, to certain points. Um, so him saying that about Eddie, it just warms my heart. Because like you rarely get to hear Moxley being this open about someone in that capacity. So this this was immensely nice. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, we have another super chat from our good friend Tom, Talks Rubbish. He says, thanks for being two of my favorite people. Thanks to everyone from Fightful for being so kind to me. Man, my friend. You're the best, Tom. Please keep smashing it. Yeah. You are the man. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Thank you for the love. Absolutely. You're the the man, dude. We we love you. Uh, So moving on to some more news. Fightful Select reported that there have indeed been conversations that taking place with international star Kota, uh, Ibushi, Kota Ibushi, sorry, and all elite wrestling. Most talent that uh, Fightful Select spoke to are on the belief that he would be joining the company in some capacity for the Blood and Guts show. AEW hasn't made an official announcement, and he's not been nearly as public as late. Uh, Ibushi's uh, management has reduced his media obligations so that's something that uh, is worth keeping an eye on. So the other news that came out today is Wheeler Yuta um, suffered an injury against his match with Kenny Omega. And they they do think that he will be able to wrestle still at Blood and Guts, I believe. I think I read that. So that's good. If not, I'm really curious to see how they go. They pursue. Yeah, they this. already have a surprise for one of them, and then like, who do you get there? But like, yeah. we're gonna talk about that later. Yeah. So, yep. And then uh, the other news from like AEW was that Colt Cabana is back at work, so good, that's good. Uh, he was back working uh, backstage doing his boom ner- boom. Yep, boom boom. Uh, so he's back <laughs> working backstage, so that's good. Good for him. Like hearing that. So, since we're already talking about AEW, let's go ahead and talk about AEW Dynamite. Dynamite! (laughs) Dynamite. Uh, So, we started with Darby Allin and Orange Cassidy taking on Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. 
what I liked about this match was that you could s- still see that Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, even though they don't like each other, they still work well together. I like. Yeah. Okay. And that's about it. Yeah. That's that is I- about it. Because do you know what they did at the beginning of the match? They show footage of Swerve uh, curb stomping him through the chest, like you know, with the with what do you call it? The cinder blocks. Yeah. yeah. They sh- they did the biggest mistake of showing the date. It was December of last year. It is July, Rob. It is July. It's been seven months, and they did nothing but that. Like they were supposed to have this match like fifteen thousand times already. What this is reaching Chris Jericho levels of you know of weirdness, <laughs> like. Maybe well, it's Chris like, Jericho book in this one. Who knows? Yeah, it's Chris Jericho, right? Like, let's blame Chris Jericho on this. Um, this, like, that's the only thing. They still have that chemistry that they did. But they also keep hitting each other exactly like they used to do when they were attacking. So, uh, Darby Allen, like, this is only like making Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy showing us that they need to be a constant tag team because they're so great with each other. Like this, this makes Darby Allen interesting to me. I've made it a point on, on the shows that Darby Allen does nothing for me. Uh, like the suicide dives that he does, like I, like I can only grow so much gray hair. Okay. Like it's, at at some point, I'm just like gonna stop because it hurts. Okay, it's it's not at at some point you just need to wonder, uh, like how much is enough enough? Okay, because there's just so much you can do. Uh, the match was fun, by the way. Yeah. Then afterwards, we got the video package of Nick Wayne. Uh, it was such an important video package because because it's Defy. It's Defy. I want to go and see Defy. I want to go to Seattle and watch Defy. Uh, I have a spot, soft spot for that show. Um, so he's debuting next next week. Yep. Against Russ Strickland. They yeah. had a match with each other on Defy. Uh, I cannot wait for this. Is it going to be the main event? It's not going to be. It's it's probably no. going to open open the show, right? Well, I can see it open the show if Orange Cassidy isn't on the show. Um, yeah. Which Orange Cassidy is on the show. So, I, well, I guess, I assume he's going to be on the show. So, I. You remember back in the day yeah, when. Uh, back in my when day. Adam, uh, back in the, when I was your age, Billy. Tiffany Stratton's grandpa was here. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Uh, Adam Cole used to open up Rampage every week. He mm-hmm. used to be the, the, the rampage opening every week. So by now, Orange Cassidy is opening to Dynamite. So, uh, you know. Whoa. <laughs> Jeez. Hello. Uh, those are fireworks, by the way. <laughs> nice. All right. Okay. So I'm going to try. I hope they're fireworks. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, they're fireworks. Okay, uh, cool. I, I, I'm going to try <laughs> to move on. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. 
<laughs> Fucking stop it. Okay, I'm usually not trying to hit hit these anymore, but I this one's too good not to. Okay, so Bulgarian Civil War just broke out. Uh, anyways. I forgot. Absolutely forgot what I was talking about. Yeah. You uh, can just ca- carry on. I just Yeah, just Darby Allen and Nick Wayne. Uh like I, I like the whole little vignette thing that they did. Nick Wayne's gonna be really popular. He will be. He's already a damn good wrestler. So I'm I'm very, very anxious to see what he can do in AEW. Uh over. Yeah. So that's it's gonna be what we call good stuff, pal. So we got that going on. And then you were talking about Adam Cole was the one that was always opening up Raw or opening Dynamite, sorry. Rampage. Uh, so Oh yeah, he was opening. Well, you know what I mean. Well, that we were talking. I was talking to Adam Cole. Or yeah, you, you know what? It's my first day. Welcome everyone. That didn't take long. It only took a fifty-one minutes till we got there, so that's good. Jeez, that's your fault. It's your fault. You 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 brought in those fireworks to do this on. Purpose. Yeah, like, yeah. We're I, going with I, that. Well, I wasn't having sex. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shows off the rails already. Hey, at least it we made it fifty-one minutes. So yeah, we. Hmm. Okay. okay. On. Yeah, well, let's do that. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Please. <laughs> made that awkward as hell. Anyways, we have a backstage segment with Hook uh, getting attacked by Jack Perry again, and he escapes for the second week in a row. What a jackass! Okay, so I. I, I forgot to mention it on last week's show, but like because this week we kind of had a glimpse of who was actually driving uh, Jungle Boy's car. Like we didn't see his face; we just it saw Brandon, that it... Brandon Walsh, wasn't it? I, I don't know. J- Jason, uh, Jason Priestley from Nine Hundred Two One. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, Sorry, it's, too soon. I was wondering. I was wondering, um, because like we had no idea who was driving the car last week. I was like, is it Luchasaurus? Are dinosaurs allowed to drive? <laughs> do they have those short arms? Like T-Rex is like, how do they drive? Like I, I wanna see what a di- like I wanna see what a dinosaur driving license looks like. In what language is it in? Uh, <laughs> hey, you opened yourself up for that one. Come on. It's in Rar. Jesus. Well. Um, so. It's. Uh, no, if, if it was. If he was with Edge, it was going to be an R. <laughs> he was a Christian. Yeah, he's with the other guy. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Uh, so, no, like it, it wasn't Luchasaurus, and everything got ruined. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you, Scott. Like, I was, I was sure that after the cats, nothing was ever going to happen again. Mm. Uh, if you know, you know. Go to Fight for Select and find out. So, <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, I'm kind of. Do you do you think that they're gonna do a hair versus hair match? Oh, I think they should. Yeah, they should, and I think Hook should lose, and I think he should go bald. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I... Because Im- he's so sexy right now with that hair. Imagine him being badass like his father. 
like your father. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, huh? I, I, yeah, I'm gonna let you be on that one because I, I don't know. How... Yeah, I, I know that everyone keeps saying the Jungle Boy needs to shave his, uh, like you know, to take, you know, cut his hair, but. Think about it. If he turns heel and then loses his first match as a heel, people will not care about him at all. He could he could cheat, okay? Like he's probably gonna cheat anyway. Yeah. Maybe maybe not don't do the the hair versus hair match like first. That way you could that way you could do like something else later. You know what I mean? Like I think I think that's what I would do. I would do I wouldn't do the hair versus hair match first. I would do just a normal match or the FTW title match, maybe. Yeah, well, it's gonna be for the FDW championship, and then the second match can be that. But yeah, that's what I'm I would saying. Do. That Jack Perry needs to win his first match as a heel. Yeah. Yep, I agree. And his first, no, I, no, not his first match. His first feud. Oh, okay. Well, because like, like, like that's that's a different thing. Well, yeah, I mean. He, he, Let's say that they have more than two matches, and that'd be fine. I just think Jack Perry is going to need the haircut. That's basically what I'm saying. Everyone keeps saying that. Yeah. Again, they're he's... bad guys with wonderful hair, too. Yeah. I mean, look <laughs> at Wardlow. He's doing pretty good. So that's got I was Yeah, I'm just... He, he's pretty good. Like, yeah. I forgot what he looks like because he's not on television. Which surprises me because he's with Arn Anderson, and Arn Anderson people yeah. absolutely love with that gun. Like two you know? years ago with the Glock already. Two years ago today. Glock. <laughs> By the way, happy birthday to Fightful. Jesus. Yeah, seven, seven years seven ago. Seven years. Seven years. And we, man, time flies when you're having fun. We have not been a part of those seven years, Rob. No, but I feel like it sometimes. No. I've been <laughs> having fun with Fightful for three years. So yeah. I've been I've been around since 2019 I think like here and there so yeah well I've been around since ever since we started the show uh but like around with you know uh yeah. hanging around with like since 2020 so kudos to the pandemic moving on <laughs> yeah thanks pandemic thanks here pandemic. we go moving on. <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> Jeez. okay uh so we move on okay so. The acclaimed came out and took on the Blade and the Bollywood Boys. Now, the one thing about this is, uh, before the match, Caster did his rap. This time, it did not go over well because uh, he made a reference to the Canadian wildfires, which I really thought that Tony, Tony, I thought they were gonna like. Uh, from what I understand, they were gonna kind of. Check on these wraps beforehand. I thought that's what the thing was. Maybe I'm misunderstanding that, but I don't know how that got passed. You know, I have that, no idea. Also, but that like line that's, shouldn't have. Yeah, it should. It shouldn't have been there. Uh, it's it's a thing that happened. I also underlined it in the script so you could know that I. Yeah, so yeah. I I didn't care for that, but the thing is, I still like Max Caster, and I just think it was like. Oh, of those, course, yeah. yeah. Like you can you can make a mistake. Like people are allowed to make mistakes. Yeah, that's well, fine. Yeah. Like if <laughs> yeah, if we're allowed to make mistakes. Just watch me on this show. We're pretty good at it. It only took me fifty one minutes this time. We so both are. Yeah, we're having fun. That's what matters the most. Anyways, uh, 
yeah, just this match real quick. The Acclaim get the win over the Blade and, and the Bollywood Boys. Or Randy Orton's yeah. boys, as they go. Yeah, yeah. The thing, the the, uh, the thing that's uh, that was one of the exciting things that happened on the show was the Jericho and uh, Don Callis uh, thing in the ring that happened. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and ask you: Do you think that Jericho is the fifth man in the Blood and Guts? That's what I thought. Like. I really did. I I said that in a tweet that night after I go, I could see that. But then somebody like said, I think it might've been soupy that actually said it. Uh, He said, Kota, Abushi, because Omega talked about it after the show. He hinted at it. So I kind of like, I thought he, well, this is my thing. I thought it was like, he was going to be part of the elite is what I thought. No, that, well, that was my, no, the, the, the other team with the BCC. I could see that. I can see that now. Because Don Callis said, would you like to join my family? And his family right now is uh, Takeshita. Yeah. And Takeshita's part of the BCC. That's what I was asking. Okay. Well, at first, I actually thought it was going to be the other way around. Like, Jericho's like, no. hell no. No, 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 no. That was me just, like, drinking. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) that I was looking from a different perspective. I I was looking at a, oh, that surprised me type thing. But yeah, no, I can see him being part of that because Jericho's been a part of every uh, blood and guts match that they've had. So, absolutely. Yeah, but like that's the only reason why it would make sense. And make sense here is putting like is in a. It's not what it should be because it makes sense for an OCD person. <laughs> It doesn't make any other kind of sense. It's stupid. And also, they made it a mystery person. So it being Jericho would kill that. It would absolutely... And they are not stupid that they see that people do not want Jericho in this match. I get it. So at that point, moving forward, who is it if it's not Jericho? Because I... I'm absolutely sure that it's not Jericho. And if it's going to be Jericho, I'm going to be so freaking pissed. You have no idea. Because, like, that's not the way to do it. Like, you're setting up yourself for failure. If you're like, oh, who would they pick? And then they go, will will Jericho be, uh, like, would you join my family? And maybe. Well, I don't know that's who they not, would pick. That's not how, how you do it. Huh, I'm curious. I don't know who they'd pick. Let us know in chat who you guys think, because that's a good question. I d- I don't know who they would go with, and I don't know who would be a good option. Um, that's a good point, though. I didn't think of that. Hmm. And I'm looking at it from the perspective of who's available that might be that might have a history with the Young Bucks or uh, Kenny Omega and. Adam Page, the thing that I thought of a couple of weeks ago, okay, and this was a couple of weeks ago, I thought Samoa Joe would be perfect for the BCC, like for this match, but that obviously doesn't make sense now. So, uh, so I, I really don't know. I, it's a good question, though. I'm, I'm curious what people think in chat. Let us know who you guys think could be that next. Where's member. Where's Blind Guts? Detroit or Boston? Boston. 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 I can't oh, there it. you go. It's going to be a Mercedes Monet. 
<laughs> Every time, Mercedes, you you talk Boston, Mercedes, Mercedes. Yeah. Uh, I really have no idea. No, it's it, it's not Jericho, guys. Please, like, no, like it makes no sense, no <laughs> sense at all. Oh, Jeremy oh. likes homicide. Uh, Scott George says Jeremy thought it was uh, thinks homicide. That could be a good choice. Yeah, Moxley's there, so why not homicide? Yeah, that, that's a good option. Um, PCU, PCU, no, yeah. <laughs> guys, no. Uh, hmm. Okay. Soupy says Timothy Thatcher, Josh Barnett, go with the Mox friend. Okay. Oh my God, Timothy Thatcher. You know, I will always go for Tim- Timothy Thatcher, okay? Yeah. Uh, but I keep thinking he's British. Yeah, well, and he he's looks... Not, yeah. He's not British. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. He's, he's the most British, not British guy ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we move on to... Uh, and we'll talk, we'll talk about this, like, the whole thing here uh, with the vignette earlier in the show. But MJF and Adam Cole taking on The Butcher and Matt Menard. Uh <laughs> The the th- the first thing we saw that night with MJF and Adam Cole was a vignette when they were working out together. Yeah. Um, MJF was making fun of a large person, and uh, Adam Cole said he can't you can't do that. But then when Adam Cole said, you know, he reminds me of though when they both said Shabani, I lost it, and that's because I'm keeping my bit going too. So I thought it was the best thing ever, um, and I I literally I laughed my ass off. I thought it was hilarious. Um, because just the way they both said it in unison, I thought it was great. If I was there, I would have been with him at the same time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I I enjoyed that bit in the gym where Adam Cole lifts, you know, as much weight as uh, MJF did, and <laughs> yeah. MJF was like. And, and yeah. the interesting part is here because that like they did that on purpose, by the way. Yeah. Throughout the entire time, they the only thing that they shot was MJF's face and not actually Adam Cole lifting the exact weight. Yeah. So people on the internet can go, no, they took weight off the uh, of the barber. Yeah. That's exactly what they're gonna say. Oh yeah, they, they, I saw it that night. It's, they don't give a crap about that because yeah. they zoomed in into MJF's face and they were yeah. like, oh, they zoomed into the face so they can take the weight off. <sighs> yeah, I saw uh, I saw it that night. I was just like, man, you did. guys are reaching. People say it, said that? Really? Yeah, I, I saw, I a, I saw a few oh comments God. of it. I, I was I'm just so like... smart. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I saw yeah. a few comments and it, it was just ridiculous. But yeah, the yeah whole I know. But M- they know what they're doing. They did oh. that on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. So... uh where do you think this is going? Because I kind of feel like Adam Cole is playing MJF, but MJF catches feelings for real. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like one of those things where yeah. we're seeing Adam Cole, we're seeing heal Adam Cole a little bit, even though you're wanting him to win this in a way. You know what I mean? Like it was kind of like towards the end of NXT 2.0, like in the or the beginning of when he. Let me rephrase this: when he was leaving NXT. Yeah. You know, he he was a heel, but we were still rooting for him, you know, for the most part. I know I was. Uh, so that's how I felt. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, like that's, I hate the fact that 
the AEW championship is not like I'm not saying that it, it isn't in the storyline because it truly is. But like that's it's not about the title right now because they're so good, you know. They're so good in this bit that they're making it not about the championship. You know, like, you understand what I'm talk- yeah. saying? Yeah. yeah. You're not even thinking about the title for the most part. Uh, yeah. It's it's exactly, it's, you know, the best comedy I, I you know, I could, I could ask for on my screen. And I'm kind of pissed because it's not, it's, it's not about the title. And it's, you know, at this point right now, the title that we're seeing the most on the show is the international title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We see that more than we see the TNT yeah, title. And we see... Like we see Tony Storm with the championship. That's fine. But it's about, you know, the feud between them and the originals. It's not about the title. So yeah. which, 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 like the TNT title is who knows who's holding that. Like, is it Christian? Is it Luchasaurus? Like, is is Christian Cage holding the championship because Luchasaurus has tiny arms hmm. and cannot yeah. hold? <laughs> I'm kidding. I know he was a tag team champion. <laughs> By the way, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy were tag team champions before Proud and Powerful. Also, the guns who are growing on me, and I did not sign up for that. Yeah. Damn it! I didn't yeah. sign up for that. I, lo- I you know, their entrance reminds me of uh, Seamus and Cesaro, like from their tech, like where the camera goes and you have the the light on them. You know what I mean? You remember that? Yeah, love it! I love that. It's yeah, it's, but like they do the yeah. That I mean that part's yeah. Yeah, but like yeah, it looks cool. I hate it. <laughs> like it works for them, and I, I I I did not agree to that like whatsoever. Move. Like yeah, we got on. Zachary who's watching on Facebook, so we don't get many Facebook comments, so I'm just going to go ahead and read this one out. It's uh, <laughs> Christian Cage will tell yeah, you it's it, him, but it's technically yes, Luchasaurus, it's so. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, moving on. But, yeah, Adam Cole, MJF got the win. I, I loved how this match went. <laughs> Adam Cole was the hill, and you... <laughs> I, it, it was just fantastic. I, I loved it. I, I know. I can't wait to see what's next for those two. It, it's uh, great TV. So uh, we move on to the next match from Dynamite, and that is none other than uh, Britt Baker versus yep. Ruby Silvo for the Owen Hart Memorial uh, Women's Tournament. Um, it was a nice change of pace from last year. Ruby Soho won, the right person won. Uh, Britt Baker looked kind of iffy. In this match, yeah. not as fluent and sh- as she normally is, I want to say, but uh, that's that's okay. Um, at least she, uh, I'm not the only one who doesn't like the belt, but like they're decorative belts. That's how I see it. Like they're not meant to be yeah. worn or anything. It's fine. Um, I. A part of me wants Ruby Soho to win the, the entire thing, but I'm kind of rooting for Willow. Hmm. 
because okay. I've always been rooting for Willow. Also, you have Athena there, and she's untouchable right now. So let's so so much amazing women, so many amazing women in uh, in that tournament. I I'm, oh, yeah. I'm 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 happy to see that. Hopefully, they do something proper with it. But uh, Katie Omega and Willow Yuta. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will say one thing, and. Like one bad thing about this is the fact that this much match suffered because it was a TV match. Uh, because like I'm on the uh, fight feed, mm-hmm. I get to see the boring part of the match that you guys don't. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's how. Like because if you don't know that you're. Uh, like during a commercial, you just the match slows so awkwardly and so annoyingly because those two are were amazing in the ring, yep. but like they had to play during that commercial, <sighs> and that's that's fine. Like it's a TV match. Like uh, not all Kenny Omega matches are gonna be you know that awesome you know thousand star rating matches. Uh, they are in the Tokyo Dome though. <laughs> Yeah, they are in the Tokyo Dome. Uh, Willer Yuda um, loses nothing from being beaten from Kenny Omega. They sold me a ticket, by the way. I was almost sure that... I was like, oh my god, he's going to pin him again. Oh god. And then he didn't. I love Kenny Omega so much, guys. I cannot... Like, I'm sorry. I, I know that there are actually people who are real wrestling fans who claim that Kenny Omega is not the person for them and then he like they don't get him I'm legitimately sorry for these people seriously like Kenny Omega is an artist in the ring like he's painting yeah he's like he's so good guys I just why why is he so good that's why is he so good like that's yeah He's, I'm going to go ahead and say it because I've said this before and I'll say it a thousand times more. This is the Roger Federer of wrestling. That's it. I don't care. This is the one. Who's the Ralphion Nadal then? That'd be somebody like... Uh... I'm thinking. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That I sh- shush. Yeah. shush. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I was gonna say Ryback, but whatever. Uh. Okay. So Nadal usually uh doesn't care that he's hurting a lot, and he puts his body through so much intense pain and training. So we have to go on with that. Like ridiculously good in the ring and doesn't care. This has to be Moxley. Okay. Well, I was just talking about being a jackass, but okay. I mean, he's. You think Nadal is a jackass? I do. He's not. (laughs) He's just good. Uh, So. Somebody else then? No, I'm thinking Nadal. Never mind. Moving on. He's he's ridiculously humble. (laughs) Then maybe I am thinking of somebody else. What the hell's wrong with me? Maybe you're thinking about Djokovic. So that's. Okay. 
Like a lot of people don't like Djokovic, but like he, he's Serbian, like that's Balkan pride and everything. <laughs> I'm We're talking about tennis. For the wrong. Yeah, welcome yeah. to coexisting with tennis. Pete Sampras and tennis. Yeah, Andre well, Agassi it's here. Golden season. Yeah, okay? Steffi, Steffi Graf. Okay. Yeah, you, you haven't watched tennis in 50 years, obviously. Yeah. Boris, so Boris Borg or whatever. Boris Becker. Boris Becker. Yeah, there you go. Pete Sampras and uh, Jimmy Connors and. Uh, John McEnroe. Hey, Grandpa. Okay, yeah. Grandpa. Let's Thank move you. on. Moving on to Rampage Preview. Okay. I did like that movie Wimbledon, though. Did you ever see that? Let's move on. Like, okay. <laughs> final right. Man, can't have any fun on here. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we move on. Let's do a quick preview of uh, AW Dynamite, or excuse me, AW Rampage tonight coming on after Smacketh Down. Uh, tonight you have none other than the Elite or the Hung Bucks taking on the Dark Order. You have uh, Marina Shafir and Hiroshida. You have Maggie's guy, Jeff Jarrett and Matt Hardy taking on Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. You have Big Bill and Brian Cage taking on Trent Beretta and Matt Seidel. For the 100th episode of AEW Rampage tonight at 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. So there you go. Get in there. Should we do so, the collision okay. or do um, move on to? Let's do the first Cooper fact just so okay. we don't do okay. two Sounds Cooper good. facts one after another. Sounds great to me. Let's go ahead and just boom. Guys, uh, this week I found out that, uh, are you going to put the picture up or no? Yep, okay. I am. Just, yeah, sure. There we go. Uh, I found that uh, actually in the UK, tiny birds are being given free tenements from the real estate development companies by installing swift bricks in new buildings around the country. And this means that over 30,000 swift bricks, uh, essentially a normal building brick with, you know, a hole inside, <laughs> have been uh, sold in the country. And more than 10,000 homes have been built with swift bricks incorporated into the design. Uh, so this is sweet. Like uh, the, the the fact that you know tiny birds are allowed only because like owls cannot enter, that's kind of dumb. But like, <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> but like you know the owl. Yeah, there you go. There's one behind you too. Yeah, there's one behind me. Also. Rob, his name's Rob. Yeah. Love the owl. <sighs> it's okay, sweetie. You have a home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put on Chris's super chat. Yeah, he's I am. so right. Eddie Kingston is definitely John McEnroe. It was on the line. <laughs> yeah. It's... Man, I love tennis. I yeah. wh why don't I have a tennis podcast on Fightful? That sucks. People yeah, fight can... in tennis. You could probably do that. <laughs> I we'll talk to Jeremy. We'll see. We can get it done. Um, yeah podcast tennis podcast what we call it like fight balls or something fight balls yeah fight balls oh, yeah <laughs> that's how you can get it that's how you can get it approved by sean just talk about balls and you know, I can get all, yeah get that promotion uh, so <laughs> you want to sell dick pills sure you're in okay sure, yeah that's fine uh 
okay. Quick thoughts about NXT, okay? Um, my initial thought of NXT, it was a pre-taped show, but normally when there's pre-taped shows, we uh, tend to be bored a lot. There was a really nice episode of NXT. You agree, right? Yeah, I like this um, week's, and I usually, like, you know me, I'm one of those people that just, I, I, I don't watch NXT live because I just... Don't care? Well, it's that, but it's just like one of those things where if I can watch it later and I can have one night away because they added Saturday nights and, you know, it's just one of those things where I can just do something else. And Tuesdays I can go out with my friends and play trivia at the bar and drink water because I don't drink. But (laughs) um, I have it's a way to get out of the house. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I am the bar. It was a really fun show because like they had Tyler Bate against Mustafali. That's a pay-per-view main event in my eyes. And right in the middle of the show, I told Rob this. And I was like, okay, let's see how are they're going to ruin this. Because that's, this is a pretty awesome match. One of the best TV matches on NXT they've had in a long, long time. And I was like, okay, let's see how they're going to ruin this. And they didn't. They didn't ruin it. They had a really, really nice match against one another, and I loved it. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to click on that. My bad. Okay, it's, but it's still good. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it was good. Um, I hope that they have more matches like that on NXT because, like I said, it's never the fault of the talent. It's. It's the questionable booking, and you can see that when you watch the, their pay-per-views. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they're they're willing to put on banger of matches, despite the weird booking that led us to that match. Um, also, we had Baron Corbin with that awesome vignette that they did. He burnt all his past gimmicks, and I'm like, "Are you? Is your new gimmick that you're burning old gimmicks?" Like, <laughs> I liked it. I loved it actually. It's it, it's good. It's good. And he the the, the way he phrased this, uh, I was always you know uh, the safe guy, and this is the thing that I always say. I always say this because I've never been interested in Corbin ever, ever. I've never given a crap any like in, in any time of my you know watching wrestling. Have I cared about Baron Corbin? No, never. Like even the, the, especially the time when he was feuding with Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans got involved. That was stupid. And he gave Becky Lynch the end of days, and that basically pissed off Seth so much. And you know the crowd started chanting, "You effed up! You effed up!" <laughs> so uh, I'm. This is this is good, and like I said, this is always what I was telling about Corbin. I enjoyed the fact that people were wrestling him. If they, if I wasn't sure of their, uh, you know, abilities in the ring at that point, and I always say Baron Corbin is the safe way to go because he will keep them safe in the ring because Baron Corbin is one of the safest wrestlers that you're gonna work with. Like this has been made a point about. You know how safe Baron Corbin is and how good he is in protecting people. 
So this is what I always say. And I'm like, I feel like I'm alive. Like, yes, he's looking at me. <laughs> I'm sorry for the audio. No, it's okay. Just... I, I, said, I said about five, th- five things at the same time. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm terribly sorry. So uh, I, 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 I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, so um, we had... <laughs> we had the NXT Underground match, Rob. Uh, yeah, so the match itself was fine. Yeah, that's fine. It was better than any Raw Underground match that we've watched, like at all. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I can't. I honestly threw those out of my memory. It's so that's the best Underground match that we've had. Uh, even though I try to forget that entire thing happened. Uh, <clears throat> But the weird thing was the whole thing around Gable Stevenson. Okay, so they're celebrating in the ring. And some people, this was so weird. A person keeps thinking that it's a good idea to go and start touching Gable Stevenson's, uh, you know, um, uh, gold medal. Why are you wearing that medal in the first place, by the way? Like, why? And, like, he was... He was hyping Eddie Thorpe by showing him the, the, the medal. Yeah. That was so weird. And I'm like, why is this dude so bad at acting? Yeah. Carrying on. Uh, and so after the match, a person goes and is like, it goes like, oh, 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 and he's pointing at the belt. So naturally, Gabriel Stevenson gives him a suplex. And yeah. then a second person thinks, oh, he uh, suplexed that guy. Uh, this will obviously never happen to me. And so he gets in the ring and obviously gets suplexed. And then the third person goes, who? He suplexed two people in the ring. I'm definitely not going to get suplexed. And then he gets suplexed. Yeah. Why are people stupid on NXT, Rob? Why? Well, I don't know. I, it's a question for the ages. Uh, yeah. Question of the ages. Uh, yeah, this is the question of the ages. And the last thing that I want to talk about on NXT was the brilliance that is Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> why? Why is this person sinking to the depths of NXT? <laughs> yeah, why is mean... he there? Like, I like, are you, Rob, are you enjoying this guy as much as I am? Oh, I love Tony D'Angelo. I love it. Like, this is probably one of my favorite bits on NXT. And I just want him like, it's like, okay, let's. Let's get this going. Like, I, I mean, this is my favorite part of NXT. Like, so let's go. By far, the best thing on NXT is Tony D'Angelo and that entire thing that is happening with, you know, the mob and stacks. And he's like, I'm going to have a match uh, with Joe Coffey next week. And if I beat him, like, you, you, you're free. And if you're not, you're going to rot in jail until your trial. And I'm like, well, I don't know what's going to happen now. And if Stax wins, they get a tag team opportunity. And like if they do, which Stax will probably win the match. And then they get a tag team with each other, but like Tony D'Angelo doesn't trust Tax anymore. Yeah. It's like he betrayed and that's so, so, yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Like, seriously, guys, I know that most people don't like NXT because like it's weird. Like, Give Tony D'Angelo a chance, man. He's yeah. 
First of all, he looks amazing. Second of all, he's so good at acting. So good. It's almost as if through his entire childhood, he was the kid that was the Italian, the, the mob leader. Because like, and he was, and now he, he decided to make a living out of the fact that he sounds like a mob leader. And yeah. by the way, he's so good in the ring. By the way, just so you guys know, he's so good. Yeah. He wrestles in, in, in sweatpants. <laughs> like, like a, 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 you know, what do you call it? Uh, a, a, like athletic he, pants? I don't know. Oh, like a, uh, well, there's a tank top type the thing. The tank top, it's yeah. tucked into the sweatpants. Yeah. This is something, guys, please, like, watch Tony D'Angelo matches and moving on. Yeah, cool. let's go ahead and uh, preview uh, AEW oh, Collision. Huh? Well, I'll, we'll, I'll do Collision since we just did Rampage a minute ago. Uh, so, Collision, FTR defending their titles against Juice Robinson and Jay White. We have Ricky Starks in the Owen Hart Foundation uh, tournament semifinal taking on Powerhouse Hops in the women's Tournament semifinal, Willow Nightingale versus Athena. And the match we're all waiting for, CM Punk versus Samoa Joe in the men's tournament semifinal. And then over on SmackDown, tonight, Edge returns for the uh, the greater... Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller effect. I was going to say Waller and Grayson effect. I'm like, that ain't it. Uh, then we also Grayson have a... Effect. Yeah. We have a six-man tag with... I think it's a six-man, isn't it? No, it's, oh, it's, uh, it's one Sheamus on one? versus... Uh, okay, yeah, that's it. That's right. I can't remember. It's my new. It's my first day again. Uh, anyways, yeah. Austin Theory and Sheamus. Then we, we have... We do have AJ Styles and Karen. Cross. We finally have AJ Styles and Karen Cross. Yeah, I'm so afraid that AJ Styles is going to lose here, but like, I, 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 I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And then we have the case... Uh, Roman Reigns, the what the hell are they calling it now? Like they call it like the jury of Roman Reigns. Witness or... the trial. Of oh yeah, the that's tribal what it is. Chief yeah, the tribal chief. Blah. Yeah, witness this, witness that, whatever. So we got that going on, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, but yeah, that's your raw or that's your SmackDown preview for tonight. They'll probably add one or two more matches. I'm sure. Probably, I'm sure. And we go to our last Cooper effect right now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to, you know, swallow. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, get your super chats in. <laughs> so, guys, this. <laughs> This week we had uh, Mark, aka Wrestling Jeebus, on uh, on uh, coexisting after dark. I encourage you to subscribe to Fightful Select and watch our chat because if you have been a part of wrestling Twitter, like as people call it, you know who Wrestling Jeebus is. You know who Mark is. He's just so amazingly adorable. He's so wholesome. He's never. He's never said a bad word, like, at all, if, if it's not sarcastic. Like, he, he's always been ridiculously humble. And, uh, of course, because I am so good at my job, I forgot 
to ask the most important questions throughout the, the interview. And that was, where does Wrestling Jeebus, you know, come from? Like the nickname. Uh, I asked him after the show. And of course, he told the story that he actually said on Twitter that uh, in the 2019 Money in the Bank ladder match, uh, he said, I know that they are going to find a way to make, to give that briefcase to Brock Lesnar. And then they did. Like they, they, he predicted the whole thing, and someone on Twitter said, "You must be wrestling Jeebus." And then he changed his handle to wrestling Jeebus, and it's it's been the same ever since. Uh, such an amazing person. I love Mark so much. Uh, I'm a huge Mark for Mark uh, yeah. for all the Marks. Also, Supi, we love you. Uh, so you need you need to listen, uh, listen, listen, and or watch. Uh, the chat that we had, he talks a lot about his um, indie uh, wrestling experiences. And then, of course, we talked a lot about Money in the Bank. We are going to see each other at All In. I'm excited about that. We're going to eat chocolate with John Barker at Wembley. That's like that's so great. So, yeah, please subscribe to Fightful Select and watch our chat. Yeah, he was awesome. I love talking to him. Very friendly. Uh, we had fun. Uh, he's gone to a ton of wrestling shows this year. Yeah. And, um, in a matter and, of weeks, by the way, yeah. he, he didn't start at the start of the of the year. No, like yeah. recently. Yeah. So it's really so cool. cool. He was he was a great guest, and uh, yeah, I, I absolutely love the guy. He's very nice, very friendly, and like Maggie said, if you're on wrestling Twitter, um, you've you've seen his tweets because he's. He's one of the very few people that universally loved other than me and Maggie. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, he, he really is. He's, he's one of the most, he's, he's just friendly as he can be. And, um, and, and he posts great pictures on Instagram as well. So just a friendly guy. I think you guys would really like our uh, coexisting interview. It comes on at five o'clock Eastern today. So, Check it out on Fightful Select. Um, we do have another super chat from our great friend Soupy. So I can't believe Samoa Joe for CM Punk number four will be on collision in a small market like. <laughs> Come on, like, are you gonna laugh every time you say Regina? I was gonna, yeah, no, I wasn't. I was, I was. Never mind. Being Regina. cautious. Regina. Yeah, Regina. Yeah, no, I was. You silly boys, Regina. No, you... Yeah, Regina. I got it. I'm fine. I'm good. That was a pay-per-view worthy match. It we're, is we're, a pay-per-view worthy we're, match. <laughs> you made that awkward. Um, Say Chris Mueller. Chris Mueller. That's because you said it first, and I didn't have I to. <laughs> I didn't have to go on the right. I know. There's other things, yeah. So, Maggie, tell everybody thank where you, they can find you. Thank it. you, Supi. You're the sweetest, guys. You can follow me on the Twitter. With, uh, I don't know why French Maggie comes out every time I say that. Uh, Twitter at Maggie underscore IK. On Instagram at Maggie dot IK. And on the weird uh, blue sky thing. Sky blue. Wh- whatever. And you're on uh, threads. Uh, I'm not. Oh, you're not yet? I thought you were. Okay. I'm never going to be on threads. You can't. You cannot delete threads if you don't delete Instagram. I am never going on threads. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No, 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 no. I'm not going there. Okay. At all. No, no, gotcha. no. Uh, Blue Sky at Maggie-IK because they don't allow underscore or dots 
for some reason. I hated that already. <laughs> all right. Well, I have three different handles for whole yeah. social media. There you go. That's good. That sucks. That's the dream. You're you're living the dream. There you go. Plug your shit, Jesus. Uh, I should. Anyways, you can follow me at Rob Wilkins on Twitter. Otherwise, I'm on Instagram at Fightful Rob. You already know that we host a show after this called Coexisting After Dark with Rob and Maggie. We have a different guest every week. This week is, again, Wrestling Jeebus. Fun show, 5 o'clock Eastern today. Check it out. And then, again, every Friday at 3 o'clock Eastern, right here on Fightful Overbooked, Coexisting with Rob and Maggie. Today, I will be, later today, I will be tweeting out um, a chance for you to win a copy of AEW's Fight Forever on PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5. Uh, there will be some rules for you. Unfortunately, it's only for the United States uh, uh, contestant or people that live in the United States. That's the easiest way to say it. So, unfortunately, that's the way it is. But uh, I want to say thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you very much. And um, we will see you next week. We got... Do we have an impact pay-per-view next week? No, it's a week after, I think, that. So, I think next week we're just going to have a little fun like normal so how's that sound and um you know that's all we got for you today and i just want to say thank you very much and yeah david busters damn it i thought that's what that's the show i'm quitting the show i hate this tell me to i thought that was the symbol like that was our signal to do that you remember we talked about this no okay well maybe i'm just making crap up now who knows see you guys Bye-bye. Well, probably should hit in broadcast here, huh? Hmm. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.